Go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Horton with City Moms Blog Network. And our hope is that the next 40 minutes or so bring a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Moms Blog Network. This episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood is brought to you by our friends at Post Cereals, the official cereal of Major League Soccer. Post Cereals are bringing excitement to soccer families this summer, especially soccer moms. Stay tuned for more information. Hey, friends. So if you're a mom, you have to do it at some point. Potty training. Oh, Steph, I promise you, if it were not for potty training, I'd have 10 more kids. You hate it? I don't think hate is strong enough a word, my friend. <laughs> and I know I'm not alone. So we are dedicating this entire episode of Just Add Sprinkle celebrating motherhood to potty training. We're talking about the tips, the tricks, and let's be honest, the horror stories. <laughs> we have got it all. So one of my favorite things to do on this podcast is to hear from the moms in our network. And that's what we're going to do today. Yes, we're going to hear from moms all over the country about potty training. But first... We want to tell you a little bit about our fabulous sponsor, Post Cereals. Steph, did you know that you can be the ultimate soccer mom with Post Cereals? Yes. Well, Post Cereals is the official cereal of Major League Soccer and provides great fuel to play. If you're anything like my family, you are really into soccer now after the U.S. women's team won the World Cup. Woohoo! That was an amazing run. I love that team. Well, we also love in our house. Honey Bunches of Oats, the Pebble Cereals, Fruity Pebbles, and Cocoa Pebbles. Yum. Those are all musts around here. Yes, mine too. Uh, So listen up, friends. Post Cereals is running a sweepstakes right now through the Ibotta app for a chance to win $25 or $100. All you have to do is buy two or four boxes to be entered into a drawing for gift cards. So it's super easy to sign up. It's all done within the Ibotta app. Okay, so... Um, this is a great transition actually up to potty training, which doesn't seem like it would be, but it is naturally, um, <laughs> um, because I love having those cereals on hand and, um, actually having yummy snacks on hand is part of my personal potty training tips stuff. Well, please tell me about having snacks on hand for potty training. <laughs> so, um, my, I've potty trained two children and I feel like I should earn a PhD or something. Yeah, um, I, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I feel like moms need brownie vests or yeah. sashes like the Girl Scouts. And then you get various badges of honor and potty training be like the biggest badge oh, you get. Yeah. Yes. Surviving, having a newborn and yes. potty training to date are the two hardest things about parenting for me. Um, and yeah. my kids are eight and uh, six and a half. So maybe there's harder things to come. But so far, that's been the hardest. Oh, it's so hard. I just, here's, I'm already designing it in my head. The mom badge of potty training is like a really big potty. Yeah, it is. <laughs> With like, like, like a huge smiley face. Yes, exactly. Like stickers <laughs> all over it. Oh my um, gosh. So tell me about your story. Okay. So I actually, and we're going to link to this in the show notes. I used a book called Potty Training in One Day. Yes. What? Potty Training in One Day. Now, it didn't take one day. (laughs) (laughs) False advertising. (laughs) Exactly. But it is, uh, but the concept, it was quick. My kids were potty trained in less than three days. Um, But it was an intense, intense day the first day. 
And I'll just quickly give you the recap of the whole philosophy behind the potty training in one day book. But it's basically that you take your child and they say you could start as early as 20 months. I think that's a little too early. My kids are more like in the two and a half to two and three quarters range, not quite three. Mm -hmm. Okay. And take them to the store one-on-one and have them pick out their favorite salty snacks and their favorite sweet snacks and a juice um, that they, that they want. So it's important that they pick out what they want. Um, and then you on the, on the potty training day, you wake up in the morning and, and ideally you are one-on-one with that child. So if you have another kid, get rid of them that day. <laughs> yes. You cannot have any more distractions. No more distractions. Like you're going to put your phone away from the day, no TV, nothing. It is just you and this kid. So I set out a blanket kind of in the middle of the floor of our main area of our house. We had a little porta potty, little kiddo porta potty. Um, and you need a doll, preferably a doll that um, is hollow in the middle that can wet itself. Um, and you might want to invest in that. So you spend the first part of the morning, like feeding your kids salty snacks and having them drink as much of this like lemonade or apple juice, or whatever it is that they picked out as that they can, um, because they're going to be going potty a lot that day. And you just want to get them thirsty with the salty snacks and then drinking all that fluid. Mm-hmm. But then you're also having them do this with the doll. So they're feeding a doll a snack and then they're pouring the liquid into the doll's mouth. And then the doll has little panties on or underwear. <laughs> and then you have to go say, oops, you, you, you mimic everything with the doll that you're going to do with the kid. So you have to like go to the potty and pull your panties down and go, go potty, wipe, um, pull the panties back up the proper way. And then, and then you give the doll a sweet treat, but the kid gets to eat it. And then and then, uh-oh, when, they, when the kid needs to go potty, they sit down, they go through the whole thing. So once they've pulled their panties, pant, underwear down properly, sat down properly, wiped properly, washed their hands, they get the sweet treat. And the thing is, is that this process is just on repeat all day long. Yes. And I honestly, Steph, when my husband walked in the door that night, those two days, I was, I don't think I've ever been so exhausted with parenting. It is an exhausting process, but- it pays off really quickly and just repeating that. Um, and it took us a couple days, but really, honestly, it worked really fast. Just having that concentrated time that this is the day or two that we are doing this. And, and my kids were potty trained. So that's my story. You know, easy peasy. Yeah. I mean, we did have a little bit of a poop <laughs> issue with one of my children for a little while, which we're going to hear about later from some other moms. It's common, but you know, yeah. would only poop in the, in the diaper or the, you know, for a little bit that, but we, you know, I just picked my battles. I was like, whatever, like you're going to poop it up, um, pull up for a few weeks and that's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Well, I, I mean, I did something similar. I did the three day potty training, so it's probably more realistic <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because even three days is maybe a little bit of a stretch. I would say I, but to Michelle's point, I would say that that first day or two, I looked like a homeless person. I definitely looked like a homeless person. And my patience was so thin. I literally was like, I don't even have time to get a cup of coffee. My kid is peeing everywhere all the time. Exactly. And you know what? I I don't think I've ever actually craved alcohol more than I had that day. Like I needed a glass of wine. At the end of oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. It was really intense. Yeah. So I guess I'm not surprised that both of our techniques that we gravitated towards were more extreme. <laughs> <laughs> That's more our philosophy. Like just get it over with. Like just Let's, do the hard yeah. thing, get it done. 
Yes, get it done. And I needed to just have it on my calendar and I needed to know. Now, after the doing it the first time, I certainly was more prepared the second time. My expectations were like, yeah, this is going to be practically hell on earth for two days here. So (laughs) I will say my only tip that I did not, I did not expect this to be the case, but my first, I think we're talking about potty training, so I can say this, uh, like tinkled a lot, like little bits constantly. (laughs) So I literally, I literally went through like 10 pairs of underwear in a short, very short amount of time. (laughs) And I was like, hubby, go to Target and buy all the underwear (laughs) (laughs) right now. Uh, Anyway, it's just those things you don't know when your kids are in diapers because they're just, I mean, I literally thought to myself, has she just been doing this like every day, all day? Just kind of tinkles out. It's amazing what you learn about their biology. (laughs) You know what? It, It comes around though. Like after you have kids, like sometimes that happens. As you adults. know what? It did give me. It did give me like an interesting perspective on humankind, because yeah. every single human in this world had to be potty trained. Like some, yeah. some other human had to take time out of their day, whether it be a teacher or a mom or whoever, and teach every single human being how to potty train. And True. it's just like it's such a humbling experience to teach someone to poop and pee <laughs> in a receptacle <laughs> and, and wipe themselves. Like it's such a humbling thing. And I, it just really gave me such a perspective on humankind. Like it is such a common denominator for everybody that we have all done it. And someone has taught us, someone humbled themselves enough to bring them down to our level as a two or three year old and teach us to wipe our bottoms. And it just, I just, I look at human beings different. After oh being gosh. a mom in general, but after potty training in particular. I have to be honest. I had no idea that our conversation was going to go that like philosophical, <laughs> <laughs> that deep about potty training, well, you but know, you're right. You know true. what you are. You're right. Well, um, well, we did mention that we're hearing not just from Michelle and I today, because our stories are actually kind of similar to some extent, but also different. So we're hearing from our network and that's going to be so great you're gonna love this so uh the mamas and city moms blog network came to share their stories about this oh, topic. they came for this one they're here for it stuff they sure yes. are um, yeah. let's start with some of the mamas who say that they have it figured out and they want to share their tried and true potty trading methods let's hear it girls I'm Leslie from Dayton, and I am a huge believer in the three-day potty training method. I successfully potty trained two boys using that method, and um, man, it's intense, and you really have to focus your full attention on your potty trainer for those three days. Like, I'm talking 150%. There will be tears both on your end of things and theirs probably, but by the end of those three days, it is so, so worth it. Also, I used pull-ups like training pants a little bit unconventionally. Now, I did not use them all the time. Um, The only time that I used them was either for outings or at night. Um, But I actually put them on over my kids' underwear, and I didn't ever call them pull-ups or training pants or anything. We called them warm shorts because... That's just what came to mind and it stuck. So we would put them over the underwear so that if our kid did have an accident, 
they were much more likely to feel like the discomfort of still having their underwear against their skin being wet or dirty or whatever. Um, and it, it really worked very well. Um, so those are my tips. I just, man, if you're in the mix of potty training right now, all I can say is I encourage you, you can do this. They won't go to college wearing their diapers. I promise. Um, just stick with whatever you choose to do and do it wholeheartedly. Also, don't be too against bribery. You know, you just do what you got to do. I am team. Do what you got to do. If it takes M&Ms, give them the M&Ms. If it takes little stickers, give them the stickers. Do what you got to do, mama. Hi, this is Missy from Dallas. Here is my potty training tip. I would say go buy the book right now called Oh Crap Potty Training. It's been a godsend for us. We're on try three for my little one, and it's the only thing that's worked. Go nude on the bottom, even though you think it's weird. It just really works. And remember not to say, do you have to go potty? Because they're always going to say no. Just say something like, remember your potty, remember your potty. Don't ask, just tell. My name is Amanda and I'm from Flagstaff, Arizona, and I'm currently training my second child. We use the reward system at home. So with my son, every 15 minutes, we took him to the bathroom, whether he had to go or not, and he had to sit down and try. And he received one M&M for trying, two for going number one, and three for going number two. With my daughter, she's a little bit more stubborn, so we actually set the kitchen timer, and once it beeps every 15 minutes, she now knows that that's her potty timer, and she goes and sits down, and she wasn't actually um, excited about the M&M, so we have a penny jar. So she gets the same concept, one penny for trying, two for number one, and three for number two, and as time goes on, we extend it from 15 minutes to 20 minutes, 25, and so on, but every time there's a beep, um, she goes, and we've basically locked ourselves in the house for three or four days to get it done. And she does not wear a diaper. It is uh, underwear only. I'm Amanda from Green Bay. He was super easy to train for, you know, pee and poop. Well, just in this past, like, two weeks, all of a sudden he was having huge pee accidents everywhere. And it was driving us nuts. Literally today, we're like back on track. And my, what I tried to do to kind of get him back interested in going pee on the potty was getting him really interested in his privates. He like, we taught him like how these got to hold it or let him pee in the grass or let him wipe himself. And like that has seriously helped so much. Who knew boys obsessed with their privates <laughs> would work so well. Well, Steph, I'm going to jump in here because you don't have boys <laughs> and I've got one. And that is a true statement. Well, I have I love my husband. I mean, I have boys in my life. I'm not, I, Amanda in Green Bay, I love you, but like, are you really shocked? <laughs> but I love that tip. Like if you have some regression, just be like, this is a fun fire hose. Here's how we use it. Yes. <laughs> oh, that is too funny. But I love, uh, we had a couple um, book suggestions and those we are linking to all the suggestions in our show notes. Yep. And we had another advocate, the three-day potty training, which you yep. talked about. So yeah, seems to be a popular, popular yeah. one. You just, it's like a Band-Aid potty training. You just got to rip it off and take care of it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and it's really like, there's really no outsourcing. Like, there's no like potty training nanny or like potty training doula. That's what we need. We need a doula service. That's what we do need. Oh my gosh. Somebody if do there that. Were 72 hours in a day, then I would maybe, no, I wouldn't start that. 
that would not be fun. I did not like potty training my own child, let alone doing it to somebody else. But there is someone gifted out there listening that should start a business for those. Someone very patient, like Mother Teresa level. um, Yes. That that would do this and and make a killing because all of us would gladly outsource this if we could. Yeah. After you go through it once, if not twice, then you're like, Never doing that again if nope. I can't, if I don't why, have to do it. Why I only have two children. And because I, I had my second kid before I potty trained my first. So <laughs> that was a, <laughs> two in diapers for a couple of years. And then, then I found out. So we're done. Yes. Yeah. I, you know what? I actually, I almost had two kids before I had potty trained my first. <laughs> Almost. No, I had body trained her, but oh my gosh. Well, uh, next we had a couple of moms who swear by a very specific kind of strange potty training product. My name is Megan and I'm from Boston. Before becoming a parent, nobody told me that I would have a car potty, which is exactly what it sounds like. A tiny potty that I keep in my car. We use the oh crap potty training method, which required the boys to be naked for a few days, but I'm a person who likes to get out of the house. So it was really immediately necessary for me to have a solution for when you're out and about and might not be able to make it to a bathroom. And therefore we got the car potty. The boys have both been potty trained for a long time now. They're six and three and a half. My youngest potty trained at two. um, And we still use the car potty when we have emergencies on the road. It's a lifesaver. My name is Liz, and I'm from Fayetteville, Arkansas, and my top tip is to go on a 10-hour car ride about two weeks after training your child on the potty. This will result in needing a lot of patience, Um, but if you do decide to be brave, like my husband and I, um, go get yourself an Oxitot 2-in-1 potty. This will allow you to just pull over on the side of the road, flop that puppy right in the middle of the van, and let them go potty. Then you just take the little baggie and tie it on up. No need to clean anything. And you can throw it away at the next stop. This will save you approximately uh, two hours of time um, because your child will need to go or think they need to go every two minutes of your 10-hour car ride. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I I know Liz. And you are better than that, Liz. Why would you go on a (laughs) car trip? (laughs) They must have really needed to go somewhere. I mean, that's the only explanation. You're right. You're right. Ooh. You know, I should, I need to ask myself, what was she thinking? Question mark. She was probably heading somewhere really fun, but she had to stop about 200 times. Yeah. Okay. So I have to tell you a story. There was, um, I'm not going to name the product because it was actually, it didn't work. <laughs> this <laughs> company that gave me a product to try. And it was basically like, like a, I don't know. It was like a, like a device that you would hook on, that you would like, kids could put up to themselves, probably just for pee. In like still locked in their car seats and pee while you're driving. So it's like sold as this like device. For that, girls too? Yeah, allegedly. No. Um, so my part my business partner and I, Leanne and I, we were driving um across the desert from Arizona to California with all four of our kids in tow. And um one of the boys had to go pee, so we decided to try this. So I was driving, so Leanne climbed back there and like tried to get this device. And, and it was then there was like stage fright because there's all these kids staring at you with this like weird bag. It did not work. I, so I, we have, I looked up this OXO potty that Liz mentioned and Meg mentioned. We have it linked in our show notes. I don't understand how it would work. Um, but apparently it's just like, it's just like, it looks like the top of a potty with like little seat handles Uh and there's some kind of a disposable bag that you, so that you sit on you have to stop the car, pull over the side of the road. Sure. Get out of the seat, sit on it, go potty, and then you have this bag that you could dispose of. I guess at the next stop, you have to 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just it's gross. Good luck. I wouldn't do this. <laughs> so I did. You have a travel potty or not? No. Yeah, we didn't either. We uh, I've got three girls, so I don't have the best situation when it comes to going potty not on a toilet sort of thing but man have we mastered the like me holding them up in a squat and my legs super wide out so I don't get (laughs) (laughs) and they are masters I feel like I mastered the art of motherhood because I can do that with my three that's another badge for your vest (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh so funny well Steph you know not every story is a good or funny one friends this next mom is sharing a story that felt unique to her in the situation, but I think we all know she is not alone. Hi, I'm Crystal from Dallas. If I had one tip for parents who were about to start the potty training journey or who were maybe in the middle of potty training and things aren't going right, it would be just to trust your instincts. We did not have a great experience with our second son, despite um, having an amazing experience with our first. We used the three-day method and it was great. Uh, With our second, we ran into environmental factors that we never had read about or heard anyone talk about. Um, And quite frankly, it was one of those parenting experiences where you felt like you might possibly be alone and you were a little embarrassed by. Um, So what I learned from that um, was to trust your instinct as a parent, especially when it's something that seems like it should be so common, that's something that every parent goes through. If things are not going the way that you expect, if things are not um, evolving the way that they should, or a red flag is going off um, about you know your potty training experience or things that your child is not doing, or even mental fears that your child might have about using the restroom, don't hesitate to speak to a doctor. Don't hesitate to do your research um, because I think you'll be surprised that there are more people out there who can help you um, than what you might realize. Um, For us with our second son, it was a two-year journey through some pretty terrible times um, where we didn't know whether we would be able to send him to preschool um, or if he was going to get kicked out of the current Mother's Day Out program he was in. Um, We didn't want to invite him over to grandparents' house because they didn't want to have to deal with some of the situations that we were having to deal with. On top of that, the whole time it was a mental um, block for our son and we wanted to make sure we weren't scarring him. Um, So again, I will just say that know that what works for some will not work for others. And that goes from what works for some families may not work for yours, but also what works for one child may not work for the other, even if they live in the same home. Well, I think that's good advice, Steph, in that you can't expect your kids, even if they're the same gender, to have the same potty training experience. Right, right. And I do think that the idea of trusting your gut is so wise uh, because our struggles with potty training while universal, I don't think it comes easy for anybody, really. Uh, But for some kids, it's harder than others. And uh, to Crystal's point, trusting your gut, especially if it's an issue that you do need to see a doctor on, I think is really good. Um, I'll say too, for those of you that uh, might be in the middle of it, um, 
with with a kid that is just not grasping it or it's just not working very well. Uh, our third, like we tried at one time, <laughs> it totally didn't work at all. And I was like, I'm done. I don't want to try this any longer. <laughs> and I tell you what, we waited about a, I don't know, probably three quarters to a year longer. So she was our latest potty trained. She pretty much did it by herself. Like it was the easiest experience because we waited. So to Crystal's point, like trusting your gut and just saying like, it's okay if you have to say this isn't working right now, I'm going to try again another time. Yeah. And I have to say too, um, this is what's a great thing about the city moms blog network. So if you're having potty training issues, you could look at a local community group that's set up by city moms blog and ask questions of other moms. Like That's why this network was created was to have moms support moms. And I bet there's someone who's dealt with what you're dealing with or can refer you to a good pediatrician. Um, and that's just the power of this of this network is it's filled with moms who want to help other moms. Yeah, for sure. No, definitely check that out. But well, uh, our next group of moms all agree on one thing. Pooping is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Poop, so funny. <laughs> This is Meg from Nashville, and my son was an absolute potty training disaster. Just to be clear, he was great as far as going pee in the potty, but poop was only allowed in a very clean, newly put on pull up. I'm Amanda from Green Bay. So my daughter, my first, she was pretty easy to pee train, um, but poop was a huge issue. She was just like terrified to do it. So we totally amped up the prunes so that her poop would be softer and she loved eating them. Um, so that was easy to do. And also like pears and things like that because I wanted it to be as soft as possible. And then we started putting um, like the poop from her underwear, if she had an accident, into the potty. And we would say, you know, poop goes in the potty and bye-bye poop. And we made it a big deal that she got to flush it and everything like that. And I think that really helped. I'm Jessica from the Quad Cities in Iowa. And I have so many potty stories. One of the worst was when my potty training two-year-old and I were at the library and I was nursing my new baby and my four-year-old brought the two-year-old around the corner and she said, she went poo-poo. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Well, she had taken off her diaper that I had put as a safety measure on at the library and pooed at the library. So I really have no potty training tips. I can only share potty training fails. And to clarify, she didn't poop in the library bathroom. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> I went poop in a public place. <laughs> oh, bless, oh, bless, bless. It's so hard. It is hard. Yeah, we struggled with poop, too. I mean, um, <clears throat> my daughter in particular, just for some reason, was more comfortable pooping in her pants. I don't know why that is. Like. Why is it more comfortable to like poop in a in a diaper that smushes the poop back up against you? And that's your preferred. I don't understand. But for some reason. I mean, don't you do that, Michelle? <laughs> no. And then don't even get me started about the wiping even now. Like, why is it so hard to wipe residue from your bottom and put it in the toilet? You know how many there times are- I find poop in toilets around my house? And, um. 
and, and it's not even, uh, and there's, there's no toilet paper in the water. Ah, uh, Michelle, you have so many quote worthy uh, <laughs> quotes of this episode. Residue, hollow baby. <laughs> so I'm here for this topic stuff. You are here for these people listening. <laughs> Okay, well, let's let's move on. You know, there I t- we warned you at the beginning. Our moms in the CMBN network are here for this topic. They they showed up, and they there are some up. moms though who came to brag stuff. No, yep, here they are. I'm Leanne from Portland, Oregon. My two and a half year old daughter came home from school, and she had gone on the potty four times that day, and we decided to run with it, and she has been diaper-free ever since. We were starting to worry a little bit because she needed to be potty trained by the time she was three, but we really didn't push it. And something very bizarre and very magical happened without our involvement at all. Don't hate me. I just want to let other people know it's possible that it can be painless. This is Meg from Nashville, and my daughter was a potty training dream. When she was 18 months, yes, you heard me correctly, 18 months, I saw her little eyebrows go red when she started to grunt a little bit. You know the face I'm talking about, mamas. And I put her on the potty, and she pooped in the toilet. The next time little girl needed to pee, she patted her little self between the legs and looked up at me and said, ah. I put her on. She peed on the potty. And literally, she has only had accidents overnight ever since. She's now almost four. I'm Tracy from Foxborough, Massachusetts, and I have the only potty training hack you'll ever need. Don't do it. That's right. I consider myself to be anti-potty training because here's the secret, mamas. If you don't teach them to do it, they're going to learn it on their own. And they're going to do it with a lot fewer accidents and in a much quicker time. So just keep them in the diapers, put your feet back, and wait till they're ready. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't Don't do it. Don't do it. Ever. Ever. Well, I think one of the first um, sound bites we had from a mom was like, just don't stress about it. Your kids are not going to go to college, not potty trained. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, um, I'm very happy for the early um, braggers that had an 18 month old potty trained with no. Yeah, that yeah, was not my story. That is not. But the, they exist, apparently. But I would they say that's exist. an exception. That's when you, you see a call for sound bites on potty training. You're like, this is my chance to brag about a unique uh, unicorn child. Uh, of course, I'm going to step up to the challenge. Exactly. <laughs> well, good for you guys. Congratulations. <laughs> you don't get a badge, though. You didn't earn it. <laughs> you didn't earn it. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, well, um, well, it is mid-July. Can you believe that? No. It's midsummer, and it's kind of a hectic time for most moms. Yeah, it is, Steph. And summer's kind of a time to check out a little bit, right? And that's um, that's what we're going to do here at Just at Sprinkle, celebrating motherhood. Yep. So just for a few weeks, uh, so we can really enjoy the rest of our summer. So uh, Michelle and I in the Just Had Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood uh, City Moms Blog Network team are taking a little bit of a podcast break this summer, but... It's only so that we can re-energize, rest up to come up, come in strong this fall. Yeah. And you know what? Just this morning, there were some emails going back and forth about the content that we're developing for you guys for the fall. And there's some really cool things coming up. Yes. Yeah, we do have some awesome things in store. But uh, as I mentioned, um, Michelle and I, as well as the rest of our team, are looking forward to enjoying the rest of our summers. 
Yes. Yes. Well, a special thanks to our sponsor of this episode, Post Cereals. Uh, you can check out their giveaway through the Ibotta app for your chance to win the $25 or $100. Uh, until next time, and actually rather until this fall, yes. <laughs> um, don't forget to make sure to celebrate the little things that happen every day, even when it includes potty, potty training. training. Oh <laughs> gosh, you need some sprinkles when it oh, comes to potty training. Oh, sprinkles has a whole other connotation though, Steph. <laughs> yeah. Potty training. Yeah, put, put sprinkles on something edible. <laughs> <laughs> But as we always like to remind you, don't forget to just add sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit citymomsblognetwork.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our hosts. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and just add sprinkles.